Doc Rocket, we're going to treat you so many ways. And then you would say, you're going to have to like one of them. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to like one of them. Right. <laughs> you really? <laughs> are we on? We are on. This is. No. This is canoeing the dog rocket. Yeah, it's. Man, this. I think it was. It's, uh, it's been a couple two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks since our last air. So what are we going to do today? What's what's the what's on the agenda? We're smoking the CAO Brasilia. Brasilia. You know. Yeah. Oh, it's probably been uh, 15 years ago when they launched this whole line, the Americana, the Brazilian, the Italia, and the Italia. Right. Yes, yes. And this was one of my staple cigars. Huh. So I thought we'd give it a whirl today. And uh, So, okay, we've got the CAO. Now, just for the record, what does CAO stand for? That I cannot answer. Chicago Association of Ornery People? I don't know what CAO stands for, but I know that they are part of the General Cigar Company. Yes. Well, when they first they were they were a private company, CAO, and then General bought them out. Oh, is that right? It was shortly at, after they launched that Soprano line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If memory serves me right. Yeah. Okay. Some of you fact checkers out there can check that out for and get back with. Them. And just a little bit of information about these cigars. This is the CAO Brasilia that we're going to be smoking, and it is a General Cigar Company cigar manufactured by uh, General Cigar Company in the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and or Nicaragua. Because I got a bunch of places. And General Cigar Company, founded by Edgar Coleman in 1960, and they started off with the Macanudo brand, and they've been growing ever since. Sense. General Cigar Company, right. What I didn't know until about a year ago was the General Cigar Company is just a subsidiary of the Scandinavian Tobacco Group. And I think we were talking about that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, come on, you wouldn't think that Scandinavians would be involved in cigars. And you were opining that, uh, you know, maybe it's old money that has to be put somewhere and put to use. And they picked up General Cigar Company. But that, to me... Uh, that's a little weird. But General Cigar's got some decent uh, brands here. You know, Partagas, Boulevard, Punch, CO, yeah. Cahiba, and, uh, Gloria Cubana. Yeah. Macanudo, of course. Macanudo. That. That's a lot of cigars. So they got some real solid staple cigars. Yeah. And again, CAO was founded in 1968. So that's long after the General Cigar Company was founded. But their factory is located in Nicaragua, CAO. And I still don't know what CAO means, but there's got to be, what, 30 different cigar lines just in CAO? Man, that's yes. a lot of cigars. Larry, the CAO Brasilia, it's a cigar you picked for this podcast. It's from the Honduras area, but it has an interesting wrapper. That would be, what? It's named Brasilia, right? So it's got to be... Green. <laughs> well, their colors are green and yellow. <laughs> oh yeah, where are we at here? So what? It's uh, it's a Brazilian wrapper. Oh, Brazilian wrapper. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. I was looking. Okay. Yeah, and it's a Nicaraguan binder and a Nicaraguan filler. Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. So is this the Brazilian Carnival? 
No. Brasilia? Is that something? No, that's a different one. The Brasilia Carnival. Carnival, because that Carnival is a celebration yeah, in and the South a, American. That's community. a different CAO cigar than the CAO Brasilia. And, and you were mentioning before the Italia, the America, the the Sopranos. Correct. Uh, the Colombia. The um, what else? The yeah, the Colombia's the Cameroon, and there's a CAO Nicaragua. So I man, there's a lot of cigars here. The Evil Snowman. Yeah, that's a CAO line too. The Angry Santa. The Gold and Gold Vintage. And of course, we know about the Flathead cigars. Those are all CAO. Those are excellent. Yeah, they just launched those not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those Flatheads. Uh... So, based on our research here, we're going to talk about the Brasilia here. And it's uh, a blend that they came up with after about a five-year search of different Brazilian tobaccos. And it's a full-bodied, rich, smooth Nicaraguan tobacco wrapped in a dark brown Brazilian leaf. And these are manufactured, what we're going to smoke today, is manufactured in the Carlos Torreno factory in Nicaragua. Uh, it's one of the strongest CAO, CAO cigars, and Cigar Aficionado rates them as a 91. That's a good rating. Yes, it is. Man. That's a solid rating. Yeah. I'm pausing. That's what we do. <laughs> oh, so we haven't lit up yet, have we? No, we've. Uh... What, what do I need if I if I were a new cigar smoker, Larry? What do I? How do I do this? I, I got a cigar in my hand here, and I want to make sure that I taste this. Tell me about this. Taste it before you light it. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, you want to hold the cigar in your mouth okay. before you fire it up. I'm doing it. Okay. Well, You're able to like, experience the sweetness. Okay. So, okay, I've got it here, Larry. Um, I got it in my mouth. What do you want me to do? <laughs> well, when you put it in your mouth, you want to be able to experience the sweetness, the bitterness of the cigar. You mean just sort of sniff yeah, it? Yeah, just for the general indications that it's a good smoke. Mm. Okay, I think this Taste is Taste the acidity. Mm. This may mean the cigar was made from less than stellar tobacco. Oh. Okay. So if I've got, like, off flavors, even before I light up, that's going to tell me that maybe this is going to be a dog rocket. Houston, we got a problem. Oh, 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 oh man. Yep. So I'm going to light up. Light up. And remembering how to, how to light this. We're going to toast the end. Just to don't put it right in the flame. Just kind of turn and toast it. Toast it. And I'm doing that. And now, with my lightation device. Now, this oh, next yeah. thing we're going to discuss, Greg, mm -hmm. I want you to pay particular attention when I smoke slowly. And see, I don't do that. I know you don't. Man, I just wolf these things down. Well, as we continue to inform and educate not only our listeners out there, but we're learning things along the way. Yes, we are. So Cigars are 
Like most things in life, the slower you go, the more able you to notice. Or so puff leisurely, not like you're ready to, uh, you're at the Indianapolis 500. Got it. Okay, I am puffing slowly, and you know, I'm able to uh, taste some of the flavors without rushing through this. That's good, yeah. Leave some time in between each draw and let the smoke linger in your mouth for a few seconds. Got it. It's one of the simplest cigar tasting tips. And when you stop and think about it, it's like whether you're eating steak, whatever you may be eating. Yes. We have a tendency, we're always thinking about our next meal, we haven't even finished the one that's in front of us. We're wolfing. We're wolfing. Yeah. Wolfing. Wolf. Is it wolfing or woofing? I say woof. I say woof. Woof. All right. Use your nose. I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. That's what, the retro hail? Yes. Yeah, yeah. What, kind of blow it out of your nose and suck it in your nose? I'm going to give a little shout out that's really good at that. It's Joe Mariano. Cordy's, he yeah. can do that. Is that and right? He can blow smoke rings. That I'm telling you, I think there's there's Out rings in the atmosphere, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's called a double barrel smoke ring. <laughs> Man, no, I just can't. No, do I'm that. just kidding out there, Joe. Love you. I can't. I, you know, I've seen people retro hail and. and I don't know, I just can't do that. But you're right. I mean, smelling is, is half the deal there, at least, uh, if not more. So, I've lit this up. There is a wonderful flavor to this. Where are we? Did you light up? Did I light up? Did you light up? I'm only three Half feet away up. from you. So this is a, uh, a little bit of a spicy... Right off the top of the, the smoke here, it's a little spicy. It is mellow, like a burnt toast even. And a little bit chewy and rich. This is good. You know, I think uh, one of the first ones I've ever had of these, you gave me. Okay. And I remember thoroughly enjoying it. I thought, man, this is this is a good score. And it's not terribly expensive, is it? No. I, I think it's in between the 8 and $9 price range. Not okay. Of course, we've been a little bit spoiled lately here. I've been spoiled. You know, Larry shows up over here. He says, let's let's just wet our palate here with a Davidoff. Really? <laughs> Man, I you know, this is about CAO Brasilia, but I gotta say, those some of those Davidoffs are just unbelievable. And you know what? If you've not smoked one before. It's a treat. It really, truly is. Man, man. You want to treat yourself, treat yourself to a Davinoff, and yeah. they have. So, now that we're smoking the CAO Brasilia, there's a, uh, what, what size is this? This is a, uh, this is not a Robusto, is it? No, this is not a Robusto. This is this a, a Toro? Is this a, uh, it's not a Torpedo. No. But it is, would you say uh, Corona Gordo? Yeah, a Toro. This yes. is probably a Toro. Yeah, it's a Toro. You're correct. Okay. And there's a, a number of sizes, and I think we've talked about this in some of the podcasts in the past. There are a lot of different sizes. 
and I guess we're gonna just talk about that for a little bit. You know what a ring gauge is? A ring gauge? Yeah. You know what one? It's one? the diameter of the cigar. Yeah. So they measure the length of the cigar in simple inches. Yeah, Greg, and I gotta bring something in that can yeah. use as a as a gauge of what cigar we're smoking. I meant to bring it over, but uh, we'll put it on. Can you the... measure? Yeah, it's a tape oh, measure. You know what? I had a ring gauge here somewhere. I don't I don't know where it went to, but it's an actual ring gauge. But the the ring gauge is it's not like a ring on your finger. It is actually unique to the cigar industry, the ring gauge size. And it boils down to nothing more than one sixty-fourth of an inch. So if you have a ring gauge of 32, for instance, ring gauge 32, that means it's a half an inch in diameter. Does that make sense? So if you had a uh, <laughs> 64 ring gauge, that would be an inch in diameter. That would be some hellacious cigar. And a double Corona might be a cigar that that describes. Double Corona is usually seven and a half inches long by 50 or more in ring gauge. So you could actually have an inch diameter double Corona. That's the largest standard size cigar. And uh, what they tell us is that these usually provide the fullest flavors. The next down in size is named after Sir Winston Churchill. And that is usually erroneously used to describe so any what we're, cigar. what we're discussing here, so sometimes the name tells you exactly what the cigar will be. Churchill is usually seven inches by 47 ring gauge. Now the next one down is what's called a fat Corona, and that's usually a Corona Gorda, which can also be called a Toro. Now, yeah, does that confuse you all now? A Toro is a Corona Gorda. And that's six inches long, and I think that's what we're smoking now. With a Beats ring gauge. a fat Corona. Yeah. That's exactly fat what this corona. is. And it's a 50 ring gauge. So I think that's exactly what we're smoking now is a Corona Gorda or a Toro or a fat Corona. And there's other sizes. Lonsdales, Coronas, Robustos. And then you go down to the Panatellas. Yep. And then what we had before that doubted off was a a figurado and the term figurado means figured or shaped and there's three types of figurados the torpedo the pyramid and the bellicoso we had a torpedo that dabbed off so we've got a uh, rating scale here that we're going to be talking about concerning the cao brasilia we're going to talk about the appearance the burn the construction the draw the flavor, the complexity of the flavor, the price, and the value. And, and of course, this is subjective. Okay, this is Larry and Greg's ratings. We're gonna talk about the pros and the cons, the price point, and that kind of a thing. So, Larry, if we were to talk about the appearance of this CAO Brasilia, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate this? A six to seven. Six to seven, and why would you say that? Just the construction of the cigar, the outside, the wrapper. It's a very high quality wrapper. Yes. There's an oily sheen to it. Yes. It's it's a good solid cigar, but not overly packed. Correct. I would give it an eight myself. You give it an eight? Okay. I would, yeah. Next category is burn. And again, on a scale of one to 10 so far, 
can you rate this, or do we have to wait a little bit, maybe? No, I think it's 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 burning evenly. It's uh, it's a, there's a great draw on it, and that's another category we'll get to. But this burn, mine's a little tiny bit uneven. Really? Yeah, a little bit. It's not canoeing, but it's a little uneven, which surprises Canoeing? Me. I hope not. Oh my God. What'd you rate that burn as? The burn? The burn. I think it, it burns. I'll give it an eight. Hey, I'm gonna give it an eight also. Construction. The construction of this cigar. Now that's sort of along the lines of the appearance, but the construction, is it unraveling? Is it splitting? I'd say this is a nine. I really am pleased with this. I'll give it an eight. Eight? And the only reason, like you said, if we're just being subjective here, right? Correct. After that last cigar. <laughs> you mean? Yeah, you, don't even. We, well, you mean the you down it off? It's like, yeah. Um, but this is a well, because I told you, this was, and it still is. I go back to it once in a while, and I'll pick up a couple sticks. Yeah. This was one of my go-to cigars back when they first launched this whole line. So... Uh, and would you, is it still a so it's near and dear. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. They, they haven't... Uh, they haven't lost you? They haven't lost me. Okay. You know when you're in there and you've kind of smoked everything for a while and you want to just, you go back to an oldie but goodie? This is an oldie but goodie to me. Next up is draw. And that's going to be a one, or, one to a ten. Sure. Ten being the best. I have to tell you that this is a little bit harder to draw than some other cigars for me. So I'm going to give this maybe a six on the draw really? scale. Yes. I'm drawing. You're having a... I'm a little spoiled. Oh, I see. I'm not getting that. Do you ain't getting <laughs> You look like a forest fire. Wide's <laughs> <laughs> drawn perfectly. Yeah, that's... Each cigar is unique. You got um, the V-cut, right? I got the V-cut. Yeah. Flavor, one to ten. I, I would say just a very good full-bodied cigar. And uh, are you detecting notes of anything? Uh, I, I am. Let me tell you what I'm getting. Okay. Spice and a light toast, like bread toast. It, it's really a nice flavor. It's a nice mix. I'm not getting wood, leather. I'm not getting pepper. This is a very tasty, but I'm not getting some of the chocolate or mocha no, or nothing the like that. No, that. This is a great cigar on a golf course. Oh, speaking of golf, yeah. I think I told you. About a week and a half ago, I had my first hole-in-one. And where was that? That was at Sunny Hill over in Kent slash Talmadge. I was with my cousin George. It was number four, 145 yards, seven iron. Hit it, didn't think it went in. My cousin got more excited than I did, and it was a, it was just an absolutely great day. And the, the folks over at Sunny Hills uh, Golf Course were gracious with uh, a few little perks. So Did you get a hat? I got a hat. I got uh, in the Akron Beacon Journal. Mm -hmm. Don't uh, you get registered? I got registered. It was just a great day, beautiful autumn day, blue sky, hit it. It was majestic for you golfers out there. It hit the green about 20 feet from the pin. I thought it rolled off the back. My cousin said it went in. We walked up and my ball was in the hole. Excellent. Great day, so. Now I've got a little anomaly here starting on my CIO Brasilia. Part of my wrapper has cracked and is unraveling just a little bit. Huh. So. 
The next category is complexity of flavors. I don't see this as, it's not changing. No. It's a set of flavors throughout the cigar. It's very nice. I, I very much like this, but the complexity is not over the top like maybe some of these uh, late night Churchills from Davidoff, but this is very, very comfortable. Complexity, I've got to give this maybe about a six, but I like it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's just full body, just a good, good touching on great cigar. You know what this would be good with? Waking up in the morning with a cup of coffee. I think it's that kind of flavor. Not overly spicy. It's more like a nutmeg kind of a spice, you know? A very mild spice, not red pepper. Everything, if there's any complexity, everything's kind of neutral, if that makes any sense. So, price. This was how much at the tobacconist? And I think this was, what, $8 or something? Yeah, $8, $8. $8, $8. Yeah, it's not going to break the bank. It's not a cheap cigar. In value, I would give this an 8 I think for a $8 cigar, this is really tasty. This is nice. I agree with that. I think you get great value for money on this one. Yeah. Now, you know what? We've got to talk about something here. This is an important thing for some of you folks that are new cigar smokers. And this is kind of Larry and Greg's rules on how not to look like a cigar newbie. Nobody wants to look like a beginner. Larry and I, we love nothing more than to help out the newbie cigar smoker, if there's any out there listening. One of the first things, a few tips here, is that you got to know your cigar jargon. Oh, that's important. One of the other things, if you're a newbie and you don't want to look like a, a standout, talk with the tobacconist. You go in, you talk to that person, they're going to steer you right. They're going to they're gonna take the time to educate you. So, you know, if you go in, they're going to help you. And of course, how do you store your cigars, Larry? You put them in a bag and you stick them in the freezer. It's the best that I've bought over the years. You're not going to put them in a humidifier? No, why would you do that? <laughs> with the steaks and the chicken and the enough, shrimp and the fish and the fish. So yeah, you got to put them in a humidor. So and we're always in a rush. I just I just keep them in the bag and just throw them up on the dash for a couple days and they're fine. In the sun. In the sun. And if you want one to explode on you, <laughs> do it in the dead of winter where there's no humidity and you leave it out there for three days. You got a and you cut it, you light it, and it literally explodes. Tobacco going everywhere. You walk into your, you know, where you bought the cigar and said, hey, I got a problem. <laughs> you sold me a cheap cigar and <laughs> blew up on me. Learn what a humidor is and get a good humidor. They you know, human, and human if I could fight. just, a, a quick shout out on that, and I know a lot of you experienced it and we all do it. You buy couple sticks and you go home and you forget them. It's so important you get them in that humidor because in the winter time, it does not take long to cycle all of that uh, well, the moisture, moisture right yeah. out of the cigar. That's a good point. I go through the, the humidifying liquid a lot in the winter. Yeah, you really got to be in tune with where your, your humidor is at because it will dry them out. Yeah, and nothing worse than a dry cigar like Larry said. And you can buy $20, $30 little humidors until you get started and you have a better understanding of cigars and how they're humidified and, and uh, you can ramp that up like anything in life. And now I've got a pop question for you. I love pop questions. Yes. Yeah, those are the best. Who smoked the first cigar? Who smoked the first cigar? 
We're gonna have to find out. Stay tuned. So, anyway, that's it for today. Okay, Greg. All right, Larry. Until next time. Until next time. Okay. Okay. Right? Right. Did that? No, that's not what you had in mind. Yeah, but you gotta get your deal. Oh. That's where the deal is. There you go, that's a good one. And how do you just fade out on that? No, no, not that one. Oh, it's upside down, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs>